Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. This is Marcianne. And I, um, I'm just going to make a plea for myself and for you and for our nation of sovereign states. Um, we just have to stop all the quarantines and open up everything and let things get back to running again. Take off all the restrictions. Quit wearing our masks and let this virus be free to go where it wants to go until we can make the quantum leap into herd immunity. (laughs) Now, the problem with herd immunity is that it uses the pr- some principles of God's power that we don't know about yet. Uh, in the same way that there's a missing link in what is called in the gap, in the ab- evolution from the animal kingdom into the human kingdom, from ape to man, there is also a quantum leap into herd immunity. Because in the gap, stuff happens. We don't know how it works yet, but we do know it works. It's kind of like gravity. You know, they don't know what gra- how gravity works either. It's just one. Uh, these are God's principles that are based in love. It's going to sound kind of funny to those of you who want to save any life at the cost of anything. But in the case of a virus, God will only allow it to go so far, and then he says, stop. And suddenly, all the rest of the people are immune. Now, it doesn't take having to to have had this virus to produce the immunity. It's a safety valve that works according to principles of love that we just don't understand yet because we just don't know about God's love. And the people who want to continue to impose the restrictions and keep us all quarantined and socially distanced from one another don't know about love either, even though they're preaching that that's the reasons we should all wear masks and socially distance ourselves and be willing to watch everything that we know and love go down the tubes just so we might save one extra life, I see that the price of saving lives is only extending the life of the virus. We need to allow everything to be free and allow the love principle to take effect. Otherwise, we are in danger of losing everything at the price of trying to save a few lives that are compromised already. Because what kind of life are we saving? Having to wear a mask, not seeing people's smiles, not getting any hugs, not being able to experience love and fellowship with our family and friends. What kind of life is this? 
And those that will die while we are advancing towards herd immunity are going to die at some point anyway. Everybody dies, so there's no prejudice there. We're all equal. And those who are dying of the virus are almost already 100% compromised in some other part of their health. And then the virus just amplifies what is already present. It takes advantage of these weaknesses that are already there. Now, I'm sure I had this virus back in December during the time that China was trying to hide, you know, what had happened. And I'm in a very high-risk group, according to the experts. But you see, I'm healthy. I've made sure that I have availed myself of the most information available through outside sources, together with the information I've accessed through my spiritual guides and the Holy Spirit of God, who knows everything. I didn't die. I found that the Ayurvedic system of health works the best for me. And there's a health system that works the best for you if you would pursue health and not try to just relieve symptoms. The medical profession only deals with symptoms, and if you only deal with symptoms of dis-ease in your body, you will never find the cause of the symptoms, and you'll be stuck with dealing with those symptoms the rest of your life. But you know what? We were never supposed to take medications forever. We were to find out what's causing the situation, and you eliminate the cause, thereby you eliminate the symptoms, thereby eliminate the medications. You know, so much of our life we're trying so pitifully to maintain here is based on ideas we've been taught that are not true. And the worst one is believing we are our brother's keeper. We're obligated to see that our brother has life as good or better than ours. But you know what? We are not our brother's keeper. This is a very false idea of responsibility. Let me tell you, when you stand before God, you stand there alone. And 99% of the discussion is going to be about you, what you did, and why you did it. We live on a free will planet. Everything that happens to us happens because of decisions we have made in our life. We've chosen our parents. We come with a pre-designed path to do what we're supposed to do. And from then on, we live our life. And if we follow the pattern which is to be in communication with our source constantly, we will have a happy, productive life. If we don't, we will suffer. It's pretty simple. But I am only responsible for me, and you are only responsible for you. And if each person was responsible for themselves, we wouldn't need to help anyone. (laughs) All of us are equal in that we all have the source of all things, the energy of God within us. And that source will lead and guide us into the setup of our life. It's already set up that will bring you everything you need or desire. Everyone has the breath of God. That's what makes you alive. That's what makes you a living soul. 
and everyone is equal in our relationship with our source of love, life. We are loved unconditionally, completely, eternally. And this salvation, if that is an acceptable word for God's love, is freedom from poverty, sickness, and death. The word in the Bible for salvation is sozo, S-O-C-O, and it means freedom from poverty, sickness, and death, not sins. The scriptures say that we are saved from our enemies, not from our sins, from our enemies, and our enemy is poverty or sickness or death, and God's love for us, his unconditional and complete eternal love for us is freedom from poverty, sickness, and death. You know, in the Bible, while Moses was leading the children of Israel, they came into a place and set up their camp, and there were snakes there. And the snakes came in and were biting the people, and then the people were dying. Well, you know what Moses did? He went to God, and he said, these snakes are biting my people. And uh, they're dying. What shall I do? And God said for him to stick a pole in the ground and to make a brass serpent and wind it around the pole and have the people come out and stand and gaze on the pole and they would be healed and delivered from, from the snakes. Well, do you know what? That's the symbol of the medical profession today, is a serpent on a pole. And what that's telling us is if something comes in that has a a threat to the life that I have provided for you, call upon me and I will show you what to do. And in this case, we don't have to call upon God because we already know The salvation is herd immunity, and everything has already been provided for that. So everything has already been provided for you to have all of your needs met too. And if you don't avail yourself of these God-given gifts and talents and abilities, why should I sacrifice my standard of living to help you? You know, it's not that I don't care, but you're not my responsibility. I'm swimming upstream anyway just to take care of myself. All of us have conditions that are debilitating. Making one person more needy because of disabilities isn't fair. Everyone has conditional life here on planet Earth, and our well-being will be conditional upon our decisions to prevail ourselves of the preset plan for our life And then following it, do our part. There's God's part, and there's our part. And if we do our part, everything will be fine. So what do we have to fear of the virus? Do you think if you get it, you'll die? Why do you believe that? I think because the government told us way back at the beginning, before they knew what they were dealing with, that there was a high death rate, but it's turned out that isn't true. It's less than the flu. Way back at the beginning, they didn't know what they were doing. That is not information that's valuable today. 
today what we know that's valuable is that there is herd immunity. And we should be rejoicing and shouting, glory to God in the highest, goodwill to all men. We are protected. We are loved. And those who die will be rejoicing in heaven that they had a big part in helping to make it happen. They were all living in a very limited life anyway, taking 10 to 20 medications a day. And now they're free and ready for a wonderful new body that then they can make some different choices about to take care of it. So if we ever have this experience of a pandemic again, they'll be ready. If you have practical, simple, but effective health practices, you have nothing to fear from this virus. And you can also feel proud and know that you played a big part in helping to save us from the pandemic's destruction of everything we love and hold dear.